crypto, Bitcoin. You hear the terms, but should you even care? And are these really the currencies of the future? How do these things even work? Well, I'm Aaron Greger, and these are the questions that I wanted the answers to. So I started a podcast. Join me and explore the topic of cryptocurrency with my friend Gary Leland and other industry experts. Welcome to Clarifying Crypto. All right, welcome to another episode of Clarifying Crypto. We are in the new year. Happy New Year, Mr. Leland. Well, happy new year to you. It is. It's 2020. I hope 2020 is being good to you and everybody out there listening. It is. So I'm recording. I'm going to, I hope this, like I said, I hope it's not as echoey as typical, but I'm in a co-working spot in Vegas. I'm ready to emerge into CES. I'll be interested what's going to be at CES from a crypto perspective. Well, why don't you just admit it? You're really out there to play craps. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be weird, though, because I gave up drinking, and I'm like, I don't know what Vegas is like sober. So this is going to be a oh. very interesting experience, but uh, it should be fun. But I will definitely be interested to see what's going on in the crypto world. I've been following your podcast, 4-Minute Crypto. There's been some interesting articles you've put out, but anything that, especially New Year, Crypto's gone up a little bit. Uh, over eight thousand dollars today. That's you know. Is it over uh, eight? Week. Yeah, a week ago it was uh, under six, under seven. So it's been a good week. It, it, yeah, I didn't realize it got over eight today. I saw high seven. It's a, so that's a good week when you go from uh, below seven to above eight. I'm gonna um, put a prediction out there that 2020 is going to be a really good year for crypto. I have a good feeling about 2020 myself. All right. Um, I think, but you know, I think 2021 is going to be the year that just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I think holy hell breaking loose that year. Okay. So we probably should preface it. We're not financial advisors, not giving any financial advice. These are just personal thoughts from our. These are just gut feelings. My gut's done me wrong a few times. So take it with a grain of salt. But, uh, well, you know, we have a happening in like May. Yeah, that's when the amount of new Bitcoin produced every day cuts in half. Is it coming up in May? Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in the mining talk today. And I was wondering when the next one was. Well, typically, though, it doesn't go up that much right after as much as it does like six months to eight months after. Okay. In the past. So that's why I'm saying I think 2021 is really going to be a big year. Ooh. All right. Something to look forward to. Okay. Any other big news that we should know about? Uh, Um, Anything coming up? What do you mean to know besides Bitcoin's up? I mean, yeah. No, no, no. But like, (laughs) obviously Bitcoin's up. But I mean, you've... uh, I don't want to get into Ethereum because this is crypto, but I saw you did that one where I commented on it where the creator of Ethereum like dropped 90,000 shares of it. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's um, not $90,000 worth. That's 90,000 Ethereum at $130 in Ethereum. That's a that, lot of money. That's a lot of drop. It's a lot of drop. It made me a little nervous when I saw that for my minimum. You know, and and some we'll people say, you know, shows he doesn't have much faith in Ethereum. Or maybe a, some telltale sign, something getting ready to happen. But then you see a lot of people go, good for him. He deserves to make some money. But, you know, that's the uh, money he's gotten. He got that Ethereum from when it first came out. Right. You know, so he's had to tie that for a long time. But he's been, according to the article, he's been doing it on and off for a while. It wasn't like this first time he sold it. Yeah. So maybe he wanted to buy a house. Yeah. Well, or an island. 90,000 <laughs> Ethereum. 
<laughs> you can buy about whatever you want. Exactly. It was a small country. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? We'll never know. But um, so four minute crypto is your podcast in case anyone wants to go listen to it every day you put out for or every weekday, right? Yeah, every weekday, Monday through Friday, one news article in four minutes or less. So, you know, you're not going to get really tired a lot of time into it. No. You know, well, a lot of our listens come from Alexa, you know, mm. and Google Home. That's our big, you know, people who have Alexa and Google Home subscribe. Like my wife, she gets up and says, play my news. And it's one of our selected news shows. It just plays yeah. automatically. I got to set that all up. But I love the latest one where it was, or I think it was yesterday's, but um, we're Bitcoin underperformed, yet it was up by 85%. Yeah, this was the, um, I think the worst year for Bitcoin on the positive side, or really? 2019 was, yeah, it was up 85%. There have been years when it was down, but for up years, this was, I think, the worst up year at 85%. You know, what really got me when I was looking at that was the best best up year percentage-wise. What was the it? Best up, I think it was 2015 or 13, I'm not sure on that, but it was up over 4,000%. Wow. Could you imagine if we had a year of 1,000%? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm happy with 85. Is that bad? I'm just, closing, I'm, I'm just closing the stores if it goes up a thousand percent and saying to hell with it. Someone can come have all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll take it too. <laughs> all right. So today we want to talk about mining because there's so much, um, I get mining, but I also don't get mining. I get the concept of it. I get what it does. Uh, but in order to get a cryptocurrency, it must first be mined, correct? Uh, most of them. There's some that are not okay. that way. Okay. Um, there's, there's some that aren't mined, but the majority of them, the better ones are. So what determines if they are mined or not mined? Just the creator determines? Just the creator, how he set them up. Okay. Um, like there's a new scam coin supposedly that came out called Hex. There's really no mining involved with that. They're all there and he gives them out. Basically, you can just buy them. You know, okay. so it's all being created already. So it's according to Bitcoin and, and mostly Bitcoin and forks off of Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin and then Litecoin's a fork off of Bitcoin. Ravencoin's a fork off of Bitcoin. Bitcoin Cash is a fork. All the forks, they're all mine which the inventor of Bitcoin decided that you needed to have new Bitcoins created into the marketplace, but you didn't want any one person controlling all the Bitcoins because then it's not centralized. Then it's centralized instead of decentralized. So he set up mining, which sometimes that's a bad word for mining. I think people have a hard time with that because of the word mining. They're thinking of digging. You know, yeah. and stuff like that. But it's, it's, I think the word mining is used because it's like gold is creating new, new coins where you'd be creating new gold. Yeah. So when it's Satoshi, right? The creator of Satoshi Nakamoto. So when he created it or she, or she we don't know yeah. when it created it, uh, when they could be an alien for all I didn't know. Exactly. We're, we're worshiping aliens and we don't even know it. But, um, so they set out a certain amount, and like you had mentioned, um, the amount that is released with every, it's a block, correct? I get right. every there's code a, I get, it's a block. There's a block released in Bitcoin every 10 minutes, approximately every 10 minutes. And in that block that's released is all the data from everything that's basically happened from the last 10 minutes has been confirmed, but uh, a miner is rewarded Bitcoin. Um, okay. in that block and when it originally started 
whoever uh, mined a block of Bitcoin got 50 Bitcoin. I know. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then four years later, the amount cut in half and it cut to 25. Four years later, it cut to 12 and a half, which is where we're at right now. And in May, it cuts to six and a quarter. So uh, actually, when it cuts in May to six and a quarter, the inflation rate of Bitcoin, because inflation is caused by creation of new money, mm-hmm. right? So when they make new dollars, you know, they have inflation every year with, with any currency because they make more of it. But from I heard this this morning, when Bitcoin has the happening, I think it's in like May, it will have a lower inflation rate than any other currency on the planet for the first time. So the inflation rate will be lower than any currency on the planet when it uh, drops. But people are awarded these Bitcoins for uh, uh, processing blocks, basically, on the uh, mining is confirming blocks on the blockchain, you know. So in order to get that block, you basically have to figure out a 64-bit code, correct? It's really, it's really just a guess. From it's what a I guess. Understand. Who the set those codes? computers are guessing as fast as they can. But it it's didn't. all set in the program. It's all set in the program, created in the program. And the, and the more people that are mining, the faster it's going, because it's, it's got to stay. Like, uh, for instance, if this um, code was guessed in seconds, maybe it wouldn't be 10 minutes for the blocks. You know, if this happened every time, within seconds, it was guessed. So the faster the blocks are being guessed, you know, the correct number, because that's all it is, is they're guessing a correct number. It's not really that they're doing some mathematical formula. I think they're guessing as fast as they can. When someone guesses this, they're guessing too fast, it gets harder to guess. Right. And then so it slows it back down. And if there are less computers mining, the answer is a little bit easier to guess, but the algorithm itself changes um, to make itself harder or easier. I think it changes every two weeks. Um, so it doesn't do it immediately, but every two weeks it looks where it's head and goes, hey, we're ahead of schedule. We need to make this a little harder. Oh, we're, we're behind schedule. We need to make it a little easier. So it's not like these codes were preset. They're constantly no. changing. Right. Is that what it is? Okay. And so basically these you know, I mean, it's companies now mining, correct? It's not just people sitting at home mining. It's no, true no, companies. It's big firms that have, there's a guy over in Fort Worth um, that needless to say, he's very wealthy, but he has, I think, four or five facilities across the country that do nothing but mine. And we're talking, he showed me pictures of one with the drone flying through it and over and stuff. These are things that have, you know, maybe they're 10, 20,000, thousand square foot warehouses just filled with with mining machines i mean we're not talking this is major business you know that he has and he has four or five of these so needless to say if you've got four or five of these things filled with machines that cost you know a thousand or three thousand dollars i mean uh, i don't know exactly what the cost is because i have never bought a new one but they're pretty expensive just having that many machines you got to have a lot of money yeah, and just saying you can fly a drone through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how many machines he has. And they have to have if you ever see one, they have to have all the all the aisles are listed and they're just numbers everywhere because they've got to have guys on staff that just walk around going, file two machine level B six is down and they gotta go over to it and fix it. You know, because they can't have a bunch of machines down. When it's only releasing, I mean, I get twelve and a half at eight thousand. That's a good amount, right? But if your right. shot of that is slim because everybody's doing it, I mean, I guess it has to be worth it, but it just seems like... Well, if it's not worth it, the amount of machines mining slow down. 
Right. I mean, they sit there and go, gosh, I'm losing thousand, hundred thousand dollars a day. We have to shut it down for right now. Okay. And then the program, then the uh, algorithm gets a little easier for the machines that are left because it's not being hammered as much or as many people working on it. And so then the price might go up like $8,000. There are probably machines turning on that weren't on. And it's according to where you're at as to what your electrical rate is and how you're getting your electricity. You know, that's why you see like uh, one of the biggest ones in Iceland, for instance, or something, because all they got to do is open the door. They don't have to have any air conditioning. Oh. So that's saving you a ton of your costs right there if you don't have to have any. And so it's usually in the north that you see big mining farms because they just put uh, like filters. Basically, I mean, it's in it, but basically they got big filters over the window so the dust doesn't come in and the uh, giant fans sucking the air through and out. And so they got free air conditioning. So that saves you a ton of money. And then you see a lot of people now with this, they're trying to do this solar mining. There's a guy out in Odessa who's doing mining with solar panels, oh. you know? So I have some mining machines, have uh, some miners out there, you know, in that facility. And then he charges people, you put your machines there and he figures out how much electricity your machine used, how much Bitcoin your machine got, what percentage of the mining power you provided to the facility. And then, however many Bitcoins they get, you get your share of it. Interesting. So there's Bitcoin, that's the obvious mining. And it feels like, I mean, if you're like, I kind of want to look into mining, probably a little too late for that. Um, but you I mean, mentioned- You got to like, some money into it. You got to buy a machine, you know? Yeah, I mean, well- Expensive machine. I was going to say, and it, I mean, is it even worth getting one machine if you're going to try to go for Bitcoin? No, and then machines are really loud. So if you're thinking about keeping this at your house- your neighbors or your family's not going to sleep or your neighbors are going to get mad at you. They're, they're so that loud. loud? Wow. They're pretty loud. And then if you ever watch anything on YouTube with people walking through there, they're pretty loud. And then your electricity, you're paying commercial, mean residential rates at home. Yeah. You know, not commercial rates. So you're probably going to be burning up more electricity and they're hotter than hell. So you're going to, your air conditioner is going to go up because they're going to heat your house up like crazy. It doesn't sound like it's a good idea, but no. what about like for other coins? Like you mentioned Bitcoin Cash. Um, you know, we talked about what other coins are the other day. I mean, are, well, I mine right it? now. Yeah. I mine where I'm at right now in this room right now. Um, I mine with several machines a coin called Ravencoin. Okay. It's a fork of Bitcoin. It's only like two and a half cents. Okay. You know, so it's easy to mine and I mine it and I get a few hundred dollars a month. And then I exchange that for Bitcoin. Okay. So, so I don't keep it. I guess I could keep it and say, well, you know, I think it's going to go from three cents to a dollar. You know, it's a relatively new coin compared to a lot of them, but I'm just cashing it out and getting Bitcoin. So what made you interested to do Ravencoin? Like, what was it about it that you said, I'm going to start mining this? It was, I was able to mine it with just regular uh, GP, uh, graphic cards. You know? Okay. I didn't have to have an ASIC miner, which is what you have to have for Bitcoin. I could take, you know, graphic cards what kids use in their video games. Mm-hmm. I can, I've got a couple of graphic cards at machines that have graphic cards in them and I can mine it with those. So now, when you say, my, I might be able to mine it with a regular laptop. I, uh, maybe. I was just going to ask that, like, what kind of machine do you, do you really, it, can I go and Google crypto mining machine and just go buy one or do, can I hack up my well, You usually computer? just want to, you just really on something like that, want to buy a couple of graphic cards and put them like a, I think a Sony PlayStation would probably be good for it. Really? Yeah, because it has graphic cards for playing video games. Because that's the user of video game graphic cards. You know, uh, like Bitcoin now is all 
ASIC miners, which means application specific, uh, it only does one thing. That that card does one thing. It mines Bitcoin. You can't do it for anything else. Okay. If you say, hey, I want to quit mining Bitcoin, you better sell the machine or throw it away and much else you can do with it. Okay. So it's specifically for mining mm-hmm. where you can take a, a graphic card. You know, and when uh, mining and everybody was doing it, graphic cards went through the roof and gamers couldn't find them. Because all the miners had them. Yeah. Yeah. But now, then all of a sudden, when the price dropped, everybody started trying to sell their cards to the gamers. You know, say, hey, I got a card for you half price. You know, so, um, but, you know, some coins you can mine probably with just a laptop without doing much. You're not going to get much uh, money. You're not going to get much. There's also software like, I think, Honey Miner. You can log into Honey Miner and make an account, and your machine will be mining with the pool you know, of all the machines that they do through, but you just use a regular machine. Like you don't have to do anything. You can use a laptop. You're not going to get a ton of money, but you are going to get some. Is your computer going to work harder than it normally does or just yeah, work? This? Yeah, I'm sure okay. it will because it's doing something in the background. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you can turn it off, you know, while you're working on your computer and then turn it back on when you go to bed. You know, when okay. you're not working on your computer, just turn it on. But it's Honey Miner. I have it, I have it on a machine, but I haven't really used it. So what are mining pools? Can you describe what those are? Because I've, I've read about them and you just mentioned them. Well, well like even on my uh, machines back here, they're mining Ravencoin. And they have them for Bitcoin. They have them for Litecoin. They have them for everything. It's really hard to, like you bought one ASIC machine and just started mining Bitcoin. You're probably not going to get any Bitcoin. You probably right. can mine for two years and you'll never win a, a, a board. But what they do is there are pools where you can join the pool. And with Ravencoin, I think right now, if I remember the stats, it's like it shows how many computers are on um, the pool. And there are a lot of pools. It's not like one pool. But on that pool that I'm on with those machines, I think there's 3,000 computers across the world all mining Ravencoin. Mm. And we all mine it as a team. And the pool calculates it out and says, hey, we got some Bitcoin today or in this 10 minutes or whatever. And then they say, okay, you provided 1% of the hash power. This other guy provided 2%. This other guy provided 10%. And everybody gets their fair share of the awards, rewards, according to how much hash power they provided. So the the more power your computers provided to help solve the blocks, you get your appropriate share of the winnings. Okay. And that's what a mining pool is. Just everybody say, let's get together and do this as a team and we'll just split the winnings. It's kind of like if everybody goes down in the in the in your business and says, "Hey, we want to buy lottery cards." Yeah. And there's a there's a hundred people going to buy one, and they all say, "Hey, let's all get together and buy the hundred, and we'll split our winnings." You yeah. Know, I'm not I'm not going to win as much, but I got more of a chance of winning because I got a hundred cards for my dollar instead of one card for my dollar. Okay. It's the same thing. So, you you mentioned Honey Pool is a place they can go find it. Honey Miner. Honey Miner. I'm sorry. That, that's for mining on your own computer. That's for money on your own computer. Are there places to go if you want to try to find a pool? That yeah, yeah, there are. And I'm um, sorry, I can't think of the name of uh, okay. mining pool right now, but I can. You can email it to me, and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So we have it. So obviously, you enjoy mining. I know you used to do a lot more mining, like when you first started getting into crypto. Do you want to just share your experience with it and? You know, you're still doing it, so it's good, but you just slow down a little bit. Um, well, the price of uh, crypto dropped so much right. that it's not as profitable as it was. You know, uh, there was a point in time where you, um, 
were able to get so like when I was mining a lot of Zcash, for instance, mm-hmm. Zcash that, was, yeah. got up to what three hundred fifty, four hundred dollars per coin. Now it's at like maybe thirty five or forty. Not really as profitable to mine, you know, when you're having to pay the electrical rates at th- at three hundred fifty, four hundred dollars, it is very profitable. Thirty five to fifty dollars is not so profitable, you know. But are you looking long term? If you can, like, with your, like you were well, saying, well, if it's if you're having to spend so much, just buy it. Oh, okay, I see it. See what I'm saying? If you're having yeah. to spend a certain dollar amount and you're actually losing money, yeah, you can say, well, I'm going to make it long term. Well, just go ahead and buy the stuff. Then you don't have to mess with the machines, the upkeep. You know, just go ahead and buy it. It's cheaper because you're, you're you're turning the machines off because it's not even a break even. You're losing money. Okay. So if you're going to spend five hundred dollars a month in the hole doing machines, just spend that five hundred dollars on the coin. Gotcha. You know, and you've broken even and got five hundred dollars worth of coins. Okay, so it would still be cheaper. So, what kind of thought process do you go through, or what do you determine when you're like, I think I want to start mining again. I've got a machine. This is the coin I want to mine. Well, I don't do a lot of, you know, I don't do a lot of thought on that. I have some machines. Uh, basically, I don't want everybody to think I'm a giant miner because I'm not. But what made you pick Raven machine? Coin? Well, because it was uh, cheap. I could get a lot of it. And it did have a chance of moving up while I was doing it because I don't cash it in immediately. I cash in like maybe once a month for Bitcoin, but um, it has a chance of, is it two cents? You know, it's four cents for a while. So I could jump up to four cents. I could double my money real quick before I put it in the Bitcoin, you know, but it's an easy coin that I can get a lot of. I was mining Ethereum for a while, but there are a lot of people mining Ethereum and Ethereum's getting off the proof of work, which is where you mine it to get it. You know, so um, I just, my machines mined it and it was in the mining pool we used for uh, Zcash. They had a, a, a branch, I guess. So it was kind of easy for me to do is the only reason I did it. Like I said, I'm not keeping it. So it yeah. doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it was just, I just wanted to find a coin that was easy to mine that my machine would mine. And that's, right. all, I, that's all I looked for. And so I asked someone I knew in the business, hey, what can I mine with these machines? And they told me, I said, okay, well, I'll mine Ravencoin. So I'm not like recommending Raven coin or anything. Right. I'm just saying my machines would mine it. So I did. So I remember when Bitcoin was really big in the 2017 era when it was getting really high. And I used to see pictures when people would talk about mining. And I think this is where I got really confused. I'd see actual coins. Yeah. What? I think people get confused with that too. Yes. So why was I, why was I seeing actual coins in Those are just novelty items. You know, okay. That people make and now uh, I think years ago uh, when they were trying to get Bitcoin kind of like off the ground and getting going, people had a hard time with the concept of digital currency. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think people are understanding that more now. But they may put a Bitcoin, they put a a, a barcode or what are those codes? Those square codes called a QR code. QR code. Yep. On the back of a coin, and then they would make that coin into a wallet. And they'd put one Bitcoin on a little coin that looked like a Bitcoin. Okay. And then they put like a holographic seal or something over it so no one knew what the QR code was except the guy who put the, the Bitcoin on there. I guess he knew what it was. And uh, you could say, hey, here's a Bitcoin and you could hand someone a physical coin, you know, just uh, for the novelty. I bet it served no purpose. But yeah, I sell a lot of those Bitcoins. I mean, I really sell quite a few of those and they were just... They don't do anything except for novelty purpose. But they are they an actual Bitcoin? With it, like I can spend it. 
Well, no, not the ones I sell. I don't think oh, okay. that anymore. I think people so now understand what cryptocurrency is that they don't okay. they, they don't even want to mess with that. Because I mean, ignorance, all full disclosure, yeah. I thought it like mined actual coins. I thought you were oh, like yeah. getting coins through a machine and that's what it was mining. No, no, you're just getting a digital coin as a reward. So okay. the, 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 the Bitcoins, when anyone sees a Bitcoin, it's just the novelty item. You can't see a Bitcoin. No more than you can see a dollar if you have it wired to yourself. You can't see it till you go to the bank and get it out. Okay. They're not sending, you know, if you have money wired from Japan to your bank account in the U.S., they aren't mailing in an envelope or sending over a wire dollar bills. Right. You know, it's the same thing. Now you can go to the bank and say, give me my dollars and you see them for the first time, but until then, and there is no uh, exchange to something physical for Bitcoins. It's not that level. There's no physical exchange item like there is for e-dollars to real dollars. So this may be another stupid question, but I'm in Vegas. And so I'm just envisioning like you're mining, you're mining, you're mining, all this stuff is happening. And then like, what happens when you, when you, <laughs> when you hit a jackpot, right? When you actually get the code, does something come up and then it just deposits money into your account? Like how does yeah, that work um, exactly? Well, I have mine set up so that it automatically puts, um, well, on the mining pool, I have a wallet there. Okay. Okay. So the Bitcoin or the, well, even if you're mining Bitcoin, whatever you're mining goes into your wallet Okay. on the mining pool. And then you say, I want it to transfer over to my wallet, my personal wallet, every so many or every so dollar amount. And okay. so usually it's every quantity. For instance, I have Raven coins sent over to my wallet when I get 500 Raven coin. Okay. You know, and then, it, then it automatically dumps it over to my wallet. That's the highest number I could set. So, um, so that's what it does. It automatically goes into the mining pool's wallet to your wallet on the mining pool because it's distributed. It comes into the mining pool. It's distributed to all the people who have mining machines okay. into their wallet on their mining pool. And then it dumps it into your personal wallet at whatever level you set it to dump in there at. So then you just wake up one day and you look in your wallet and you're like, oh, look at me. I've got 3000 Ravencoin. Or are you watching it more closely? No, I don't watch it that close. I'm going to look now. Um, here you go. So, um, I got, let me find my time here. Okay. I haven't got it anymore. 116 minutes ago, I got seven, hey. three hours ago. I got seven, five hours ago. I got seven, 10 hours ago. I got seven, 10 hours ago. I got another seven. So you. Okay. yeah, I got a, uh, right in there. I have 128 sitting there waiting to be transferred. It'll transfer when it gets to be 500. Okay. I don't know why it's down. Usually I'm getting one every every hour minimum, so I don't know why. But I, I don't look at it that much. It just happens. We make sure all my machines are running. Yeah, one of my machines is down. There you go. I need to go like check one of my machines out. And that's the machine in your building or mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So what happens if a machine's down? Like what typical like is it something like you need to do a lot of fixing to or you just go turn it on and off usually. That's all it is. I don't know the why. Restart. Yeah, I don't know why that happens. Control but, uh, Yeah, I don't know that much about it. I just know how to turn the machines on and off. But <laughs> one of them isn't working. I do know that. So uh, when we get through, I'll go turn it off or turn it off and turn it back on. So then this is one of those things too. And I think I asked this, but I want to make sure I ask this. So when new crypto comes out, is every single one also a 64-bit code or do they change it? 
you know, that, they're all different. I mean, you know, because yeah. it's just according to what uh, someone's making. Someone's actually just making this money. Right. You know, I mean, someone's saying, hey, I want to make some cryptocurrency and make some money. So it's just according to what they decide to do on that. That's hard to say. I mean, and, and I don't mess with enough other coins to know what people are doing. And then do they set the rules? So like, you know, when you're going to mine yeah. it, it's this. They, okay. they set, yeah. And some of them you can't mine. Some of them are proof of stake, which proof of stake means I might set like with Dash. Dash uh, is a coin. And I think with Dash, you have to actually put a thousand Dash. I think it's a thousand Dash into a reserve pool. And then everybody who stakes a thousand Dash gets Dash free dash for staking their dash there. And that's called proof of stake instead of proof of work. Mining is proof of work. I don't really understand the concept at the time proof of stake. Uh, I think proof of work is a better way to do it. But some cryptos use proof of stake. I think Ethereum is going to proof of stake. So uh, right now people are mining Ethereum. Right. Okay. Now all of a sudden they go to proof of stake. All these people who've been mining Ethereum, their machines are no good anymore. Because they can't mine anymore because Ethereum doesn't do mining anymore because they, they switch it over to proof of stake. Um, and like I said, I'm not really big on proof of stake, so I don't know what the reasoning is. So so actually, if you think about it, that probably is hurting Ethereum to a degree because people are going to go, well, why am I going to buy this upgraded machine to mine Ethereum faster if they're going to be switching over to proof of stake and then my machine will be no good at all because the uh, async miner won't do but one thing. Right. You know, mine whatever currency is made to mine. So um, I would think that would hurt it. But like I said, I'm not a big Ethereum guy. You're and, into Ethereum. Uh, I'm not into it. I just bought some. You know, I'm kind <laughs> of you're in hanging it. on for dear life. But what determines that then? Does Ethereum just one day say, I'm going to be proof of... Yeah, because Ethereum is centralized as a boss. You know, with Ethereum, for instance, I mean, this would be a, a drastic thing, but if the government said... We don't like cryptocurrency anymore. They could go into Ethereum's office and say, shut it all off. And there's a boss there to shut it all off. I mean, Bitcoin really can't change like that, you know, really, because there's no boss. There's no main office. So then what is proof? Of, so proof of state allows it to be shut down? Is that stake. like a stake? So proof of yeah, stake. Yeah, like I'm staking my money on this. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't allow it to be shut down. And that hasn't anything to do with it. But I, I don't know that you could have proof of stake on a decentralized currency because you got to, I think, I mean that I don't know for sure, okay. but that's not why it's proof of stake is because it allows that, but I think it may, but I'm not sure. So like I said, I'm not into that, but proof of stake to switch, I think from proof of mining, proof of work to proof of stake, it would have to be a centralized currency. Okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I might have thrown a, a kink in yeah, your you're a, I, I feel like that might need to be a podcast in and of itself to really explain that because I'm still getting, but like the mining thing intrigues me. I always said I would never would, but I feel like I, I almost should do a little, like it's almost like investing in Bitcoin, right? Like just do something to say, you know, start buying some Bitcoin to say you can. Um, and I feel like it's something I need to explore more just to, just to see, because it's one of those things too, that the higher crypto goes, it's going to become very popular again. Am I right? Yes. Yes. After it breaks a certain dollar amount, you'll see it on all the TV shows again. You know, like last year when it started hitting 14, 15, mm -hmm. I mean, you saw it on MSNBC, all the financial channels were talking about it all the time. And 
and everybody was calling going, Hey, what's the deal on this Bitcoin? How do you get into this? And when it hits 14 or 15, that'll happen again. And that's when the people start mining it a lot more too. Well, more people will mine it because it's more profitable, but then the uh, mining difficulty increases because there's more people mining it, you know? Mm. So, but yeah, more people will mine it because if it's $15,000, your electricity is, you can afford Worth to it. mine it. Yeah. 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 If it drops to 6000 5000 a lot of people are cutting off. They can't afford it, waiting for it to move. And there are people who did a lot of crypto mining and did big shows and YouTube shows and stuff like that on it because they were mining like altcoins or junk coins. You know, any coin that's not Bitcoin is an altcoin. Yeah. You know, so they were mining altcoins and price of altcoins dropped so much. You know, like we were saying last week, Bitcoin might have dropped from 19,000 to 3,500. Now it's at eight, but uh, Ethereum dropped from 1,400 to 120 or whatever. You know, yeah. So it, it even dropped more. You know, I really need those it to people all died. Now they're having a hard time doing their shows because they, it, it, uh, altcoins still haven't gone up like Bitcoin has. Yeah, you know, so they it's hard for them to uh, do that. It really changed a lot of people's income. Yeah, I need that Ethereum to go back to fourteen hundred. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I need Bitcoin yeah. to go back to fifteen thousand too. That would be nice. That would be um, nice. Twenty would, would be better. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, I'll take the million, which yeah. by the way, speaking of a million, I hit my million. I joined the million Satoshi club. I'm well. Did you get your hundred thousand uh, free? I, I did. I'm supposed to. Well, um, the first of the year. I think it happened um, last week. Maybe they gave everybody who, who had a million, a hundred thousand free. I, I need to see that because we're talking about the fold app. Um, yeah. Because I was I I've been sitting at a million for a while. I haven't watched it though, and I need to see like when. And you can now. Uh, they did an upgrade where you can now actually remove your sets and put it in your own thing instead of keeping it there. I'm gonna start doing that because uh, yeah, I'm very excited. So, any last parting advice or? I don't think it's as necessary for people to mine as it is just, I think it's good to, to understand what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's just good because people will ask you what it is and not that you have to explain it to them, but I think it's good to understand what mining is, you know, and mining yeah. is just the creation method for new Bitcoins to come out. It's right. all it is. It's just a mathematical formula. Computers are all racing to get the answer to, you know, and they're rewarded uh, while they're doing it. And they're part of the Bitcoin network. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like I said, I don't think it's that important to mine. It's hard, you know, the thing about a miner, especially for Bitcoin, is a new miner comes out because uh, they come out with upgrades a couple times a year on the mining machines. You know, they're getting better and better and better and better. And when it first comes out, if you get one right away, well, you're going to really do well. But after two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, it starts dropping drastically as to how much you're doing because more people now have the upgraded man. mining machine. And then there are people who believe that uh, Bitmain and companies that sell mining machines run them for two or three months, mining Bitcoin faster than anyone else can before they put them on the open market. Okay. You know, so now they've got the, Bitcoin, the machine that mines Bitcoin faster than any other machine and they're sitting there running them. And they're going, okay, we run this one for two or three months. Let's dump this one and we'll sell this one to open market. So they're taking advantage of it is what a lot of people believe. So the mining is a whole thing in itself. Yeah. Um, you know, so as I guess when Bitcoin gets high enough, 
you know, you could buy you buy miners and set them, you know, and rent a place like I have mine out at a place in West Texas. Yeah. You know, and put them there. But um, you got to have enough, a high enough price. We could and I'm not making I'm not making a buttload off of mine. I bought mine used. So mine weren't top of the line anyway. So. I was just going to say, I can convince my dad maybe to convert some of his old farm sheds into some mining because they're pretty, they're pretty dusty. So I don't know. Are they, are they, well, they're up north, aren't they? Yeah, in Wisconsin. There you go. In the winter, you could be cranking up there. Probably exactly. would help. Probably it'd be so warm. They could pipe that heat into the house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's the only thing that's making anything warm in Wisconsin in the middle of winter. So uh, I have to have that conversation with him. And I feel sorry for you growing up as a kid. <laughs> you know, well, I was hanging out at the beach every day. I mean, I'm surfing on Christmas Day. You're all huddling in a park or big down coat somewhere, ice know, skating, saying how great that is. <laughs> we. We, you know, what's so crazy is my kid. We were just there over the holidays. I recorded the one episode from there, but they were out sledding. And I mean, you would have thought we were building snow forts and snowmen. I mean, they didn't want to come inside. They'd come in soaking wet. I'm like, and that's what we did when we were little. I mean, sledding all day. So now it sucks. Well, like, well kids find a way to have a good time no matter yeah. what they're doing. I mean, you yeah. could put a kid in the desert and they'd have a good time or in a mud pile. I mean, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you're going to have more fun in that wet, cold snow than I did out at the beach, you know? No, <laughs> no. I definitely would have rather had a beach, but yeah, it's all right. So yeah, it's okay. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, it's cool. So we don't want any emails from anyone that's up north. I don't even care to read them. No, exactly. <laughs> if you're upset about, hey, I grew up, it's all right. But yeah, you could have some use of the winter really horrible cold up there so it could we could put it to good use at this point that's the good thing about mining so um if somebody wanted to find you get a hold of you uh let's find me on twitter that's where i spend most of my time you know i'm on anywhere anywhere i'm gary leland just about one word but i really spend most of my time on twitter and then from the perspective of the conference coming up we need to mention the conference in august bit block boom um, it's at bitblockboom.com and it's a Bitcoin conference. It's not a crypto conference. So if you're really into Bitcoin, it's a good conference for you. But if you want to learn about cryptocurrency, it is not a good concert for you because all we talk about is Bitcoin there. It's a Bitcoin so maximal- it's, max- maximalist, correct? And I'm starting to call it supremacist. Ooh. <laughs> I like that word better. Maximalist has a bad term. Supremacist just means we think it's the top. Yeah, it's the See, best. It's supreme. Supremacist, supremacist reminds me of KKK, though. Oh, does it? Yeah, I don't know if that's oh. a better word. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to be. <laughs> that was not my thoughts. <laughs> so like, I don't know. See, I don't think of KKK when I think of supremacist, but I'll have to think about that. Yeah, because we. No, I definitely don't want to use a word that's going to make people think of the KKK. That's the answer. You definitely <laughs> welcome all all races, all people at Bitbox. Well, you know, Bitcoin. <laughs> doesn't care if you're black or white. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't care if you're male or female. Bitcoin don't care, you know, it and that's doesn't. the way my conference is. We don't care. You know? Exactly. In fact, I'll give you props. Like you really do search and make it very intentional to find a diverse stage. So uh, yeah. pat on your back. But yeah, you probably want to run it by a couple people. Maybe there's something wrong with me that I came up with that first, but. Yeah, I, it's just that wouldn't, I wouldn't have put those together, but. <laughs> Now I'm not going to say it anymore. Now you got me all concerned. So I'm going back to Bitcoin Max. I'm just going Bitcoin lovers. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. Bitcoin realist. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. The, to think on that one. Yeah, Bitcoin Maximus was started by uh, the guy that runs Ethereum as a knockoff on Bitcoiners to say, "Oh, they're just Bitcoin Maximalists." Like an insult, and then all the Bitcoin Bitcoiners said, "Yeah, we are." Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> and they took it as a badge of honor. Yeah. You know? So, uh, but then you have a lot of people who go, "A Maximus at anything isn't good." So, you know, it's funny. It really is. But yeah, we're a Bitcoin conference. You so go to bitblockboom.com, check it out. And, right. But don't bother coming if you're not a Bitcoin lover because you won't enjoy it. So I don't want to yeah. just take your money and have you come going, ah, this was a bummer. Yeah. You know? No. Well, cool. Well, as always, Gary, thank you so much for explaining this. It makes well, I me... hope you understand it because if you didn't get it down, I know the listeners aren't. No, I get it. Da- I totally get it down. Like I said, at this point, it's just, should I do a little bit just to see, like, I'm not going to be investing in any Bitcoin mining, but I think it could be fun just to pick up. Um, well, check Honey Miner. Yeah, I want to check computer. it out. Okay. And that's the well, you're not going to get a ton of it, but you can see it start happening. Yeah. yeah. The fun thing about well, this is who knows where, where it'll go. Yeah. Who knows? It's like, it's like my mean, million Satoshis. Yeah, it's like Satoshis. Okay. You know, if uh, Bitcoin goes up 4,000, 5,000%, those Satoshis start turning out to be some money. Yeah. 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 So um, there are a lot of people stacking sats right now. You know, they can't it. afford a Bitcoin, but they can afford a sat. You know, the yeah. problem with Bitcoins is people can't calculate decimal points. Right. So I don't know if this is for you tell someone something costs them 0.001 Bitcoin. They're like looking at you like deer in a headlight. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what the hell 0.001 of anything is. You know, yeah. where if you break it down into Satoshis, which is the smallest measurement of Bitcoin, it's a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin to Satoshi. You break it down that and says this costs 5,000 Satoshis, even though that's a lot. Of money, it sounds like people can kind of work with that in their mind. Yeah, yeah. And I'll put a link to the Fold app too. That's what we. That's what I've yeah. been using to accumulate. And like I said, I hit my hit my million on it, so I'm on my way. Yeah, to- everybody likes the Fold app. I was upset. I went to Best Buy the other day, and I had to spend a couple hundred bucks, and I went to buy my uh, Best Buy gift card in the Fold app, and it's not in there. Gone. Anymore. Yeah, you got to be yeah. careful. Some of them go. I was really pissed about that. Yeah. I had a panic attack around the holidays. Um, Starbucks was gone. Target was gone. <laughs> there was another one. And I remember texting my husband. I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. I can't well, Target and Starbucks are back in there. They're back in there. But there was a moment. It was like one day where I tried three different ones. I think it was Best Buy, Target. And Star- I think they were just gone for that day. Because they must like just run out of gift cards or something. Yeah. Cause you'll notice the, the amounts change too, but I'm like texting my husband. I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself right now. Like the fold app is down. The fold app is down or that gift cards are gone. The gift cards are gone. So anyway, uh, all is well again. We're good. Yeah. Well, check out the other thing that's good about, I mean, neither one of you, you or I are making any, uh, we're not paid to talk about the fold. No, app. it's just that, you know, no. you're getting ready to buy something anyway. Exactly. And you're standing there. That's what I do. I'm standing in line at the movie theater to go to AMC theaters. I say, well, let me buy a gift card I'm right now on my phone. And then it, so it doesn't cost me anything. It's free Bitcoin. It literally is free Bitcoin. Yep. Yeah. yeah this morning uh, I took an Uber to the airport, got on, made sure. Cause you can have a, you have an Uber wallet that you can load up, get yeah. the gift card, pop it on there. I, I've already done I'm going to spend it anyway. Yeah. Next, next month I'm in, uh, I think Vegas and uh, Memphis. So I loaded up a gift card just to get it out of the way. 
yeah. load it up into Uber because I know I'll be using Uber. Might as yep. well get my Bitcoin. I agree. Yeah, and actually, since you got a percentage of your money in Bitcoin, um, now Bitcoin is going up. <laughs> We've got more money. We're, so we're it's better. Be. It, it's better to get them ahead of time, maybe. That's true. <laughs> I thought about that with some of those apps too. Like, oh, I'll just buy now. Like Lolly too. Like I'll just buy a bunch of stuff now. So it's there yeah. later, but. But anyway, well, Gary, thank you so much. Well, good luck on the craft tables out there in Vegas. Thank you. I'll be sober, so I'm going to remember everything. It's going to be fun. But uh, we'll definitely talk to you next week. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.